Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So yes, it is basically confirmed that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be at WrestleMania. But if you actually take the graphic that WWE showed us at the end of this week's episode of Raw, it's not going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right. It has a question mark after it. Now, the whole point is that we're meant to go, oh my gosh, is the Rattlesnake going to be at the show shows? But I am a simple man. And if you write Stone Cold Steve Austin question mark, I go, oh my gosh, Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I screwed that one up. It didn't even sound like a question. However, you take my point, and now we shall take the finger of power, which is the finger attached to my hand, and we will give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down for the latest episode of Muntag Night Raw. And Seth Rollins are out to start Raw this week. And let's face it, you can't get better than that. They promised to win the tag team titles in around about 32 seconds and that they would use that to go on to WrestleMania and, of course, reminded us that they absolutely hate Texas. And when Kevin Owens was talking, he said the word undeniable. Now, look, I know absolutely nothing. I am a goober. But we keep saying this word that just happens to be in sync with Cody Rhodes. And I don't know about you, but Damien Priest seems to have stopped using the reckoning as his finishing move. Do with that information what you will. Alpha Academy soon interrupting. I know some of you are going to be going, they can't be interrupting because they were coming out for a match. But it's my counter. And I say, pull it down. That is 52 for WWE and 77 overall. And man, WWE loves branding stuff. Because now when Chad Gable and I was come to the ring... Their entrance music starts with the whole shushing. And they've got t-shirts that say shush. And the commentators are going shush. I just sat there laughing. I was like, man, you can't say anything in this company without it just being thrown to the moon. Of course, they disagreed with everything that Owens and Rollins said because they're going to retain their tag team titles. And then we went to the back and there was Randy Orton and there was Riddle. And they were just super jacked and amped for this match because they also promised that they were going to win the championships. So somebody here was definitely lying. We then had this triple threat tag team match for the belts though. And man, I'm just going to sum it up by saying what an awesome weekend and Monday we have had in the world of professional wrestling. Seth was diving all over the place to begin with. This inspired Kevin because he started grabbing fools and hurling them around. But he's not as big as Otis. And that man just flattened Riddle 
I mean, it was like a truck running over a sandwich. When Owen got tagged in, the place went nuts, so let's not pretend this hasn't worked. And he even hit an RKO onto Seth Rollins in around about the first five minutes. But Kevin Owens then broke it up, and I was like, man, I'm having a good time. A bunch of bodies were then being hurled into Alan the announce table, and I tell you, I didn't actually know who was going to win here. I could make a case for every single team. So then when we went into the near falls, I was biting on everyone. So it was basically lunchtime in my house, even though it was like five o'clock in the morning, and we did this Tower of Doom spot before Chad Gable was all like, right, it is my time to shine. And he just started German suplexing everybody. And for the love of everything WWE, please do not forget about Mr. Chad. He's too good. This got cut off too when Gable went for a moonsault and Randy Orton turned it into the RKO. So you, me, and everybody else was going, oh, I can't believe it. And following this, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins started doing the buckle bombs. They started doing the stunners. They started doing the curb stomps. And it actually looked like they were going to win. And then WWE did their favorite finish ever. Because as soon as Chad Gable was down, Riddle out of nowhere flew in. He dispatched to Rollins and he stole the pin, taking the most of the triple threat rules. And that's right. It means RK Bro are your new tag team champions. And it's just a round of applause all round. So this was excellent stuff. And Owens and Rollins look devastated because now how are they going to get to WrestleMania? And in a very strange twist in my own life, I woke up and I checked the internet after I'd watched Raw and the WWE on Fox account told me to give this a golden up. Well, they didn't tell me, but it's basically what I took from it. So before anybody goes crazy, I'd already made my notes before I had noticed this. But seriously, it's not just going to get an up. It's going to get a golden up for two reasons. One, it was just really, really good. But two, I'm just buzzing. I'm just buzzing. I have loved everything that's happened in the last few days of wrestling. And I want to throw love out there. So I'm taking my love darts and I'm chucking them around. I really shouldn't have said that. Love darts sounds terrible. We also had a quick chat with our new champions afterwards. And Randy Orton called Riddle his friend. I was getting all emotional again. And when one of these dudes turns on the other... Hopefully it reminds WWE that if you just take your time, you will end with wonderfulness. We then went from this, which basically took up the first hour of Raw, to all the 24-7 madness. Which is why sometimes I do think to myself that Raw may be my favorite wrestling show because you just don't know what they're going to do. So we did see Dana Brooke and Reggie, and Dana was like, oh, Reg, give me a kiss, because for no reason, she has just decided she wants to be more than friends. When we also went to Tamina versus Tazawa, and Tazawa just went, hey, Tamina, there's nobody meaner. I want to give you a good luck kiss. So Tamina just stormed over to him, grabbed him, and went, mm, and it was the most aggressive kiss you've ever seen in your life. So this is not normal behavior by either parties. And then, of course, Dana Brooke went to the ring. Tamina, nobody meaner, went to the ring. And Dana Brooke retained her 24-7 title with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. I mean, we probably could have done something new. Even though she did lose, Tazawa still wanted to tell her that she was the love of his life or something. And Tamina kind of... Blew a kiss to him, and I have absolutely no idea what this was. As ever, it's like somebody got a spade and just smacked me right in the head and then said, Oh, would you like to watch television? And I sit there the whole time going, Is this happening or have I just hurt my brain? However, is this kind of nonsense I asked for last week? Like, it is objectively bad, but for some reason, I get a great kick out of it. 
and it's getting it up. I was a little bit worried about Byron Saxon though. He is way too into the fact that Reggie and Dana Brooke are dating. Like seriously, Brian, you need to turn it down just a little bit. Getting creepy. Seth Rollins was then despondent backstage because he's not a tag team champion. He's probably thinking, wait a minute, I'm one of the best people in this company. Why don't I have a WrestleMania match when it was time for Miz TV? Of course it was time for Miz TV. If Miz TV doesn't happen on Raw, we'll die. As he and Logan Paul are from Cleveland though, and Raw was in Cleveland, Miz and Logan Paul just got on the microphone. I was like, oh man, Cleveland. Cleveland's so great. I love being in Cleveland. And you know who else is from Cleveland? Jerry Lawler. So why don't you come out here, Jerry? And he did. And then he was all like, oh, Cleveland, man, I love Cleveland. And this was weirder than the 24-7 stuff. Thankfully, we didn't do this with everyone because eventually it would have been like, oh, here's Sandra. She works in the local library. And then Sandra would have been like, oh man, Cleveland. I love the books in Cleveland. And then eventually, Lawler went, oh, maybe one day WrestleMania can be here. And the Miz went, nah, that's a crap idea. And he left. Logan Paul was also a bit surprised. So I got really worried. So I'm like, man, don't try and turn Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Nobody will buy it. And it really does feel like, of course, we're doing these guys versus the Mysterios. But WWE has no idea how to fill the time in between. I mean, Ray and Dominic were barely mentioned here. It really did feel like it was just stuck there because Raw is three hours. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tomas and Chumper and Bron Baker were then being interviewed backstage because Bron was going to be on Raw. And if you are a fan of NXT 2.0, start doing this with your hand because Vince McMahon has now seen Bron Baker up close. I don't think he's gonna go back. You can also tell that he's had a chat with Vince because he was just smiling the whole time like, man, I'm a baby face and I'm so happy to be here. And we had a quick interview with the Street Profits and they said, we've been winning a lot of matches recently. Maybe we should have a tag team title match at WrestleMania. And they probably will. And then shock horror, Bron Breaker and Champa did indeed beat the Dirty Dogs. 
but it was fine. Oh. Turns out this was going to be a tag team heavy episode of Raw 2, and man, was it obvious that Bron Breaker was our guy because he was just running around and smashing fools. But here's the thing. That should be the point of NXT. You should build a guy up, you should move him to the main roster, and you should continue to build him and not take his foundations and burn him to the ground. He got the win as well after he did that awesome finish. It was like a military press into a slam. I mean, it just looks so good. And he pinned Dolph Ziggler. And of course, we're going to get this triple threat match later on on NXT. And actually, that should be pretty damn good. It was then time to rip my heart out again, like Kano from Mortal Kombat. I mean, oh boy. For we did have an interview with Omos who promised he was going to get to WrestleMania when we also found out that he was going to have a match with Apollo Crews. Now, on the one hand, this was great because I worried that Apollo was dead and we hasn't seen him for so long. But on the other, well, you just knew what was going to happen. I mean, it couldn't have gone more than two minutes even though Crews did get a few shots in there. Eventually, he got tree slammed. One, two, three... I mean, he honestly couldn't have been portrayed as a bigger joke. What you really want to know, though, is that throughout this match and afterwards, Commander General Aziz and Omos were staring at each other. And I actually think this may be the WrestleMania match. However, the big question I want answered to is every time Aziz is at ringside and he's watching the action, he stands like a WWE superstar watching a television backstage. Like, if the ring is here, he doesn't watch like this. He turns his side to it. And I'm like, Aziz, what the fuck are you doing? All of this is really hard to talk about, though, because it ties into everything I've said over the last few weeks. This is exactly what you should be doing with Omos. Turn him into an absolute beast. But why can't we give something to Apollo Crews? I mean, he really does deserve more. However, I do have to stand my ground. Otherwise, I'll just be rolling around on the floor. So I am going to give it an up. I just appreciate the fact that WWE has found someone they do want to do something with. So they are doing something with that guy. Angry Edge was out next, and man, that guy really knows what he's doing. We did get the most over-the-top video before this. It was basically like Edge has become Thanos. And when he did make his entrance, while you did get You Think You Know Me, it then stopped a spotlight shot on the man as this weird blue light kind of overcame him. Oh, it looked quite good. He eventually got in the ring and grabbed a microphone and he told AJ Styles, I know you're injured and I know you're watching at home and just in case your kids were up, maybe you want to put them to bed. And I was like, man, Edge, he's such a bad guy. He's doing backseat parenting. I'm not really sure why Edge asked for this though because he didn't really say anything that would have upset a small AJ Styles. Because he was all like, man, AJ, I did this because I want the best AJ. And now I feel like I'm in control. I am this industry. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Oh, by the way, I'm a heel. So somewhat ironically, I suppose you could say this was more style over substance. But did it work? You absolute bet your ass. I listened to every single word he said. At the end of it, I got all like the heebie-jeebies just because it was presented so well. I also know they're going to have a fantastic match at WrestleMania. And look, it's always fun to do something with a new character. I trust Edge implicitly, so I'm giving it up. Back to Kevin Owens after this, who said that he has come up with a plan about how to get to WrestleMania. And he will tell us later on Raw when we cut to Corey Graves. And he went, oh, yeah, all this stuff that happened between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at the Madison Square Garden house show is now the most watched video on WWE's Instagram page. I looked at my TV and I went, okay. I have no idea what we're doing with Rhea Ripley either. Well, no, that's not true, I do. We have randomly put her with Liv Morgan and now they're going to be in the tag team title match at WrestleMania. But it's Rhea flipping Ripley 
can we not come up with a single program for her? Her new friend is Liv Morgan though for reasons and because they did beat Selena Vega and Carmella here, we are now going to do this big Shamu at the show of shows. I mean look, it's fine and it's inoffensive but where the hell is the story? To be fair, we did have a small bit of narrative between Zelina and Carmella because halfway through Carmella just left the ring and she started chatting to Corey Grace. And if you've watched their YouTube show, I know how the conversation went. It was essentially, hey man, do you want to bang? She basically completely missed everything that was going on in the ring though. So Zelina Vega got hit with the riptide. One, two, three, that was that. I mean, look, it flew by. It was only a few minutes. It does feel like we could be putting a bit more effort in but I'm giving it up. We then got it confirmed that Vader is going into the Hall of Fame this year, and that's long overdue. And we caught up with everything between Vince McMahon, Austin Theory, and Pat McAfee. And then very handedly, here came Austin Theory for a match. He was facing Finn Balor, the brand new United States champion. <laughs> and it ended in disqualification. But here's the thing. WWE has been very reserved with their DQs recently. And surprise, surprise, when you do do that, and you use it to enhance an angle, it works. But it was Damien Priest who decided to wait in the back for eight minutes before going, nah, man, I think I should attack Finn Balor. He came out, he gave him the razor's edge. He looked over and like, man, I'm really angry at you. When Austin Theory crept in, gave Finn Balor the ATL and took a selfie. So I have no idea why Austin was involved in this, but who cares? And at least we have established that Damien is an asshole now and he'll take on Finn Balor at WrestleMania. All of this was very quick, although the match was quite good before it did get stopped. I'm gonna give it an up. Bianca Belair was then asked the question, are you going to use your hair at WrestleMania? And I was like, that's it, we picked. It is the greatest question that has ever been asked in the history of this stupid profession. Belair said she'll only use it if she has to use it. So I was just laughing away, probably because I'm envious about her. I have zero hair to speak about when it was time for our main event segment. Here came Kevin Owens. It was what we've all been waiting for though, because after reminding us that he does hate Texas and telling us that JBL's an idiot and Booker T's an idiot and Shawn Michaels is an idiot, he wants to take on one person when we do get to the showcase of the Immortals, or at least he wants to invite him onto the KO show on that evening. And it's none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Owens just ran him down completely too. And I guess at the moment we can do a match if Austin wants to, or we can just do the segment. We've already talked about it. But the absolute funniest bit is that WWE made the ridiculous decision to play Austin's music here when that graphic did go up on the screen. And if you listen in the background, you could hear the live audience going nuts because of course they were going nuts. They thought Stone Cold Steve Austin was here. Seriously, WWE, that was not a nice troll. I just think this is super cool though, especially for Kevin Owens. Imagine you were a wrestler growing up admiring the Rattlesnake and now you get to have a WrestleMania moment with him made me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Austin at WrestleMania in any guise will be absolutely brilliant. I am giving it up. Of course, we do need to find out whether we're getting Stone Cold Steve Austin or Stone Cold Steve Austin, but we will find out in a few weeks. And once again, Raw has some momentum now, although we are giving it a final down because was there a there is coming to Raw video? No, there's not. The whole thing is flubbing ridiculous. So yeah, give it a down, but overall, give it an up.